0: What is up? Coming to you live from the Cat House in Montebello, it's Dre's Geek Philosophy, the October 20th edition. It's episode 145. It's Monday, 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 as usual, just after 8pm. It takes a little while to set all this up, you know. Gotta feed me. Got to feed the wife, got to feed the baby. It takes a little while to get, get the get the engine running mm-hmm. when it comes to the podcast. Mm-hmm. See, Jai Polidor is watching. He knows that it takes a little while to get everything set up here. Let's cover up this screen here so it's not reflecting off my face. What is going on, people? It, it's Monday, and I, I'm, I'm still tired from last week. And we're going to tell you all about yes. why we're tired from last week. We were, we were busy little bees last week. Good mm-hmm. Lord. But the first thing I want to talk about, I want to lead off this show mm-hmm. with uh, with the show that we've been um, obsessed with. We've, we got some closure to this show last week. Yes. Rhythm and Flow on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, once my wife showed me... <laughs> my, wife. Once my My wife showed me this show on Netflix. Uh, we've been hooked. If you, love, if you love hip-hop, if you want hip-hop to go back the way it used to be, this show is kind of helping us push the mumble rap bullshit out and push it away the yeah. Jai Polter says right here on Facebook Live, he's been waiting since 745 damn it you know I ain't coming on till 8 you've been on the show you co-hosted this you know I don't come on till 8 at least he's
1: running late traffic you know whatever.
0: traffic eating food yeah. cats you know all sorts of reasons why we're running late today on the live stream for those of you listening I, I have to thank anyone listening on SoundCloud thank you I'm, People have been going through the catalog of our oh, of our okay. of our episodes. You know, there's 145 episodes. Well, technically 143 because uh, Sam lost two of them.
1: Right. So thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam.
0: I, I can theoretically go get them again and put them back up, but I just don't want to throw everything out of whack. Right. Everything's gonna be available on our YouTube page and our Facebook page if you want to go back. Episodes two and three, I believe, are the lost ones. Those are available on our Facebook page and, te- and also available on our YouTube page. patreoncom forward slash Philosophy. Mm-hmm. Help. <laughs> so rhythm and flow. If you haven't been watching this show, and uh, you plan on it, uh, spoilers abound. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, what happened like that. So the last three episodes dropped this past Wednesday night. We didn't get to them until about Friday night, and we'll tell you about that later. But we want to talk about yeah. rhythm and flow first.
1: Yes.
0: Did this show so cool? So like they they willed it down it's to like to, to six to six MCs. Yes. And uh. They they made them all like for the, the, the first episode that came out last week. I was like, they all had to go do a sample. They had to go take up an established you know song that's been sampled from, mm-hmm. and you, uh, that, that's been using the sample. And they had to go make their own track,
1: Right.
0: sampling the music, and that, that it, was, it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, uh, I,
0: I like that. They, there was they,
1: some samples of music that I never heard before. So, yeah, I find cool.
0: that, that. that's the uh, It's often the, the, the best uh, practice to do. You don't want to sample something that's obvious. Right,
1: yeah. Did well, somebody else do that? I, know it was
0: like, I think someone did do a, know, a very... Oh, uh, yeah, a bit of a... They, 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 they fumbled yeah. uh, on that. Uh, but uh, I think didn't... London B kept talking about nothing but a G thing, but I don't think that she didn't sample that. No. She kept dropping that all the time in her, in her, in her track. But I was like, yo, stop making people think about... Uh, think about Dr. Drain Snoop. Yes, exactly. Because like, if someone else did that, they kept comparing themselves to someone else, and they're like, nah, you see, you just made me think about Kend- L- Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. We should be focused on you. Uh, T.I. Like Not somebody else. T.I. was doing his best impression of Samuel L. Jackson the entire oh, time. He if, really was. If you want to see T.I. pretending to be... Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. watch this show. He's just sitting there with his tiny glasses and he's being all eloquent he's and so using a $10 vocabulary.
1: well-spoken and smooth.
0: It's like, yeah, that's like, the, the, over the course of all the episodes, you just see, like, Cardi B is just wilding out because yeah. that's who Cardi is. Uh, Chance is being Chance. He's like, you know, super nerd gospel rapper. Yeah. And then T.I. is like, I was never a gangster. I didn't go to jail. Look how professional I am. Right.
1: <laughs> It's, so it's like, funny. we know you did, time.
0: <laughs> you've been making up for it. You know, you, you've you been Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp, and now you're on this. And, and we saw him. And He's super cool. And My Name is Dolomite, which yeah. we'll also talk about. I forgot to write that down. I knew, I was thinking, I'm like, there's something else I need to write down mm-hmm. on the format, and I couldn't remember. We'll talk about My Name is Dolomite later. I'm sure yeah. you'll remind me. Yeah. But yeah, this show, so cool. Yeah, They did these samples, and they kicked somebody off, and then they had to do a feature. They brought in a bunch of R&B people that, I'll be honest, I never heard of. No. I never heard of any of these. Artists. They acted like they are like the biggest stars, and maybe to people twenty years younger than us. Oh yeah, totally. those are probably some big ass stars. Millennials. But uh, being a forty year old me and my wife, who is younger than me, uh, you know, they, we were like who. Uh, yeah, all right, cool. I mean, I don't know if they're just acting excited. I mean, you know what it is? Excited? Like,
1: within somebody's world, their own mm-hmm. music world, they're they're going to know each other. They're going to know what's... I mean, yeah, yeah they're, they're all
0: young. I mean, all, all, of the, all of the performers... Well, I guess... Except D Smoke's, like, a little bit older, but I think he's still young enough to know what's going on. Yeah, definitely. In, in contemporary hip-hop. So, yeah. they had to they had to do a sample where, like, they had to jump in.
1: Yeah.
0: Or someone else. It yeah. It was pretty... Uh, yeah, see, uh, Art says, who? Exactly. I don't even know who. I'm going to be honest. I don't even know. Go check out the, the, the eighth episode or ninth episode of Rhythm and Flow. Yeah. So And they all came out and did their performances. Yeah. And it was really cool. I have to go with the funniest part of a uh, I think it was during the, was it the sample one? Yeah. Where D-Smoke totally forgot his lines twice. Yeah. But still had his, the best performance out of everybody. That's how that good... Is- this guy D-Smoke That's is... That's when you're
1: professional. When yeah. you can go ahead and fuck up twice.
0: He fucked up and twice. And
1: nobody really know. Nobody noticed. No
0: one noticed. No, no. No one noticed one fuck up. And then he rapped about the fuck up in the middle of the song. <laughs> and then you just see T.I.'s face and then Chance. They look at each other like... Yeah. Did this motherfucker just do what he think he did? There's- and, and the, the shows are like really cool I I, I really enjoy I, I normally don't enjoy reality shows but this is cool because they kept giving me lots and lots of hip hop and yeah. They kind of kept cutting to it and then you know Cardi B's funny and you know oh, yeah. and T T.I.'s being Sam character. Jackson
1: I love her she's she, so and she's
0: like the best worst judge because she doesn't want to kick anyone every time they have to get to the part where they have to eliminate someone she's like ee!
1: Yeah, she gets.
0: She speaks. She starts speaking cardi, cardies, and shit. I love
1: it when she was so moody. She was just like this moody girl. And she looked titty, like a five like year she old. Yeah, like and then she was like all in her fur and everything. And Ti was like, "Compose yourself.
0: <laughs> Compose yourself, woman. We need to eliminate a contestant right now, woman." It's
1: like it's she's the most. Unqualified judge, yeah. unqualified person. I know, but you know what? I like that though because judges mm. on normal judging shows are very like, pretentious, pretentious, and not yeah, like they know it all. Yeah. I mean, they know more or they mm-hmm. know what they whatever they well, know. Like
0: Ti kind of screwed the line of that a lot, but like Ch- I loved watching Chance and like when because they'd always cut back to the judges during performance, and you know Chance is just giving it up every time. Like you I could tell know. when Chance loved somebody because he'd be like. Yeah. Yeah, and he really liked this D Smoke dude. Like you, you could see him losing his
1: mind
0: every time D Smoke would drop some like really lyrical and thoughtful shit. Beautiful, and and so the final episode, like the craziest thing about this show is like they're giving these people like impossible timelines, which made me question sometimes. I'm like, are they actually producing this? I hope they are producing this. My god, they they were given like insane what, 36 hours yeah to put together the, 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 their final performance they had to basically like construct like an award show type performance where they have a big stage elaborate shit yeah. pyro whatever they wanted mm-hmm. something that they you'd see at a freaking award show yeah. they had like 36 hours to put that together yep. and i mean obviously they, they had prof- it wasn't just them having to go out. I, they had the professionals there like oh here are all the professionals Tell them what your vision is, and we're gonna do this shit in thirty six hours. Like, yeah, we're but like, like one how, does, how
1: does your brain just go like, okay, I'm gonna make this You're right? And then, and they're having to
0: write songs in like a day. Ugh, no, it's so much it, pressure. It, it, like, it's that's so like, crazy. It was driving that part of the show was driving me nuts because mm. they were just like, how are they like? They have to keep producing like bangers, as the as the young people say. I, like, I, I can't, I can't, be, I can't be using that word like I know it. <laughs> but they have to put. What's cool, pronounced like, bangers? Bangas, I like. See, I'm not young enough. See, my wife's younger than me, so she can get away with it.
1: (laughs) No, it's because I grew up in Highland
0: Park. (laughs) You grew up in Highland Park. I grew up in Monterey Park. In the nineties,
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not now. Highland Park is totally different. Highland Park is
0: hipster land now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What was it? Donut? Whatever was a what what was Hello Donut? Donut friend. Donut friend. I was like a very hipster friend. Seven dollars. Seven dollar donuts. Screw that place. Mm -hmm. Give me give me my pink box donuts that are cheap. Mm But yeah, the, the show was really cool. The person that we wanted to win won. I, I highly suggest if you enjoy hip hop, uh yeah, go watch the show. Uh, you know, we we were rooting for like one particular person the entire way and yeah, that person won and we were very happy about it. We we're just like, yes. Like especially after the performance like if this person doesn't win, I'm gonna riot. <laughs> if this person does not win, yeah. I am rioting. Yeah. I I was gonna go on a tweet storm, even though I only had like fifty followers. I was gonna be, I was gonna be like adding so. Netflix at I was gonna at yeah. freaking all of them at Cardi at Hardy. Chance at yeah. Ti. Mm-hmm. I was gonna at the fuck out of them. I, I already still did last that week.
1: That who won won? Yeah,
0: because they were the, yeah. they were the best. They really down. were. They were the best.
1: I feel like I feel like they were the best overall. Everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think uh, I think this person. Like I, say, I don't want to give it away just in case of any mm-hmm. y'all. Like, y'all gotta get on your Netflix account. Get on your rhythm friends' Netflix account. Rhythm and flow. Mm-hmm. Go watch this show. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna improvise here. Oh, you know, there's one thing I got to say about Rhythm and Flow. I mean, I wrote it down. I didn't want to make sure I said it. Oh, no. Oh, man. There know. was only one thing that really aggravated me about the show. My mom's going to get mad at you. Oh, mom's gonna get, your mom's going to get mad at me. That's fine. She can get mad at me because this is my show. <laughs> DJ fucking Kali. <laughs> like, honestly, the only way I've ever known who this guy was is he's a meme. He, that, that's all I know of him. I don't know if. <sighs> I did some research on him. Apparently, he's just like, he has the best luck of all time. He yeah, is in the yeah, exact yeah. right place at the right time. That is his superpower. He mm-hmm. Or his talent is just being in the right place and mm-hmm. knowing the correct people and mm-hmm. leveraging that upwards to the yeah. point where he has somehow gotten rich. Uh, a great meme that I saw was like, Khalid, he's that friend of yours that doesn't do anything in the group project but still gets an A. Yeah. That's who DJ Khalid is. Yeah. And he did, like, an, like a, for the episode where they're supposed to sample. They're supposed to do a sample. So they go visit Khalid at his house. He's like, I don't let anybody in my house. And he literally gave them, like, a two-minute speech. And he worked in both of his stupid fucking catchphrases into it. He worked them both in. And I was so enraged. I was ready to th- throw things at the screen. I was just like, this talentless hack. This guy who just adds, a, like, a beat or two. That's my work. I did it. Another I took someone else's one. success. Another one.
1: Another
0: one. <laughs> yeah. It just... He got uh, lost?
1: Did he get lost at sea? He got
0: lost at apparently sea? he got lost at sea. Thank you, Art. <laughs> that makes me feel so much better. Well, this probably you. dumbass went out, took his boat, his boat, I'm sure it's called Another One, Another and he went one. out to the sea and got lost. So I'm like, I don't know where the water is. Where did the land go? <laughs> Can someone tell me where the land went? Can I make a sample off of where the land is? <laughs> yeah, I, that was the only thing that made me oh Thankfully, God. that was the only participation of his. He showed up for literally two minutes. Yeah. They're all excited to meet him and he's all telling them about how to sample. He was on a jet ski. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. How you getting lost? What? At sea. You know what? <laughs> Good. I don't understand. Good. That shows you how ignorant he is. That's an ignorant motherfucker. But, yeah. Where's stupid. Where's the land? Where's the land? The opposite way, you moron. Oh, God. It hurts my soul. But... <sighs> Regardless, speaking of another moron in music, um, Kanye West—he—he uh, he, released—he uh, finally released his new album this past Friday, and uh, unfortunately for him—or or maybe it's unfortunately for me—I have uh, disavowed all knowledge of Kanye West music uh, okay. since he became a Kardashian. So I have not listened to this album, but there was another piece of news that I read that I wanted to bring up on the show tonight. This is the reason why I'm bringing up old Mister West. He apparently, he, he made a statement, I don't know if this is when he went on one of the shows when he was promoting his uh, his, 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 his Jesus album. He said he wants to go back to his old songs and re-record them without any uh, swears. See, album pros, no N-word, cons, Vegas Egg.
1: Why DJ Khaled doesn't go down on his, his wife? Life? That
0: automatically makes him someone who should be listened to. Uh, I, I would be of the opposite. That's, uh, okay, thanks. Thanks for that, Factoid Jai. <laughs> yeah, no, Kanye, I would say, but no, that, that reading that totally interrupted my point. He wants to re-record all of his old songs, I'm assuming from his first uh. five albums back, you know, when his music was, um, uh,
1: Because what? That's when he made more money, or what?
0: No, well, that's not for me. He just wants to re-record. Oh, should not. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh-huh. He should not be listened to. Uh. So Kanye wants to re-record all his old songs. like, so you're about to tell me. He's going to go back to the college dropout. He's going to go re-record two words. And he's going to go back. Instead of one of my favorite lines, I live by two words. Fuck you, pay me. Is he going to change it to thank you, pay
1: me? Right.
0: What's he going to change it to? Is he going to ask Hova? He's
1: going to say thanks, pay me?
0: I, I listened to Hov. Is going to go ask Hov up? We need to redo N words in Paris, and you got to change it to, I don't know, naggers in Paris, friends in Paris, brothers in Paris? Is he going to re record Gold Digger? That's some craziness. And just delete everything?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is he just going to undo? Every- I, I don't know.
1: Mr. Solorio. Kanye also disapproves of his wife's imagine being too sexy. That's how she makes money. Well, her
0: image of being too sexy. It, it,
1: yeah, that's, in, that's insane. She fucking got famous off a of porno.
0: She it, got famous for being fucked by someone more the famous sex than her. Tape, and like, she, she's got wasn't even
1: porn. It was a sex tape. It was
0: a sex tape. It but it was turned into a like well well uh, the, the 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 wonderful people at Vivid Entertainment turned it into a, a porn tape. Of course. And I, I, I remember the day I was sitting with uh, a in my car back when I was old and tender up, take a drink, everyone. And, uh, uh the, a sports show I was listening to, uh, uh, was, uh, was talking about like whoever this ch- uh, the, 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 daughter of, uh, Robert Kardashian of the sex tape where she banged Brandy's brother, Ray J, who at that point was more famous than her. I remember for the love of Ray J when that was on once at Jai's house. Thanks, Jai. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's going to turn into the Glee version. Yes. Yeah. Like, I I don't even know what the the Glee version is of Gold Digger. I remember, I remember when it happened, I was very, like, <laughs> Censored. Uh, DJ Khalid of... wants his wife to give a blowjob, but he won't go down on her. Get it right, Jai. There you go. <laughs> See? More reasons why Khalid is a bad human being. Yeah. But I, I know, I, I've said this before on this show, that the, we, we live in the world of two Kanye's, and we're in the... I mean, I guess it's very appropriate that... Uh, Kanye has found Jesus because this is like you know AD Jesus <laughs> <is>. <laughs> I, I prefer the, the BC Jesus you know BC. BC Jesus you know before he you know he went off the rails I like I still can enjoy those old albums although I have a lot of people who said oh you, you can't love his old albums and hate his new music I totally can <laughs> I can totally enjoy those old albums
1: maybe it could be like everything week, from the Watch the Throne and before before Kardashian
0: before <sighs> this, is, this is why I married her you see this? This is why I married this woman. B.K. Before Kardashian. Oh. The B.K.? This is how she stole my heart. Because she's so clever and funny and smart. Oh, I love you, wife. B.K. I prefer my Kanye to be B.K. Before Kardashian.
1: Yeah, He also doesn't want the daughter AD wearing after crop buck. tops or makeup. Damn.
0: More like DJ Hypocrite.
1: Fucking no crop tops or makeup. Aren't all, aren't those the kind of chicks they banged before they actually met? What? Fucking stupid.
0: She's not wrong.
1: (laughs) Fucking hypocrites. Oh my God. Double standard. Fuck that
0: shit. See, see right there, Jai just quoted Hova. N-Words want my old shit. Buy my old albums. Yes. Mm -hmm. I already bought those old albums. Mm -hmm. I have them. Mm -hmm. I literally have the albums. I am more than happy to... Listen to them on my iPod or find a whew, CD player and play them. <laughs> yeah, see, Connie is no longer relevant after bad choices. He's just chasing clout. Yeah, he's yeah. Just, uh, I, uh, my, my my I have a I have a buddy. He, he occasionally watches the show. He was a show contributor. Uh, Rick Mears. He he is an unabashed Connie uh, apologist. He will always yeah. love Yeezy. Okay. Uh, he he said he today he it took a few listens, but he appreciates what Connie's He's like he knows people are not gonna like this album uh, okay. it's funny, like they put it out digitally and they put it out on vinyl it's a blue vinyl because CDs don't exist anymore
1: honestly only Beyonce can pull out the stops she's mm-hmm. the only one who can do everything all in one day fucking mm-hmm. album and music videos mm-hmm. and she has the world's best fucking disclosure non-disclosure forms
0: apparently she she's can get the away only with that. one who can get away with it yeah but it's funny cause, Kanye, cause Kanye was tra- like, where did this
1: album come from anyway
0: he, he'd been working on it. Apparently, it was supposed to come out like three weeks ago, but he delayed it till to, to this past Friday at midnight. And even then, wow. it was delayed because he was still working on the final mix on three different songs. He tweeted out, Sorry, we're going to stay up all night working on this final mix. Sorry, everybody. I, I mean, I don't know how well the album did. I don't know how many people still out there believe in the Bookie Yeezy, but you know what? Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to go pop in College Dropout and listen to that, and I'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna listen. He's gonna go Testament. George Lucas on his old albums, and he's gonna like go special edition on them. Yeah. It's like he might as well just get Jar Jar Bunks in there to like fill in for Hove <laughs> Jar- at that Jar- rate. If he's gonna be Did doing you this, Jar Jar Bunks. Binks. I said oh. Binks. Woman. I was
1: like Jar Jar Bunks. Is that a new rapper? No, Jar Jar Binks. Woman. <laughs> God damn it, woman. That cool it was Jar Jar Bunks. I'm <laughs> sorry.
0: Thank you. You know, I was talking about, at least I don't have Samzia here mishearing all the things I say. And in steps my wife to fill in.
1: Mommy brain. Mommy
0: brain. We'll blame it on mommy brain. We'll we'll blame it on on the baby.
1: (laughs) No, to be fair, no dad wants his daughter wearing the stuff the mother wears.
0: Ooh. Woosah. Savagery. Savagery. Oh, okay, but... Enough about all this nonsense. Let's talk about what my wife and I did last Wednesday and last Thursday. Mm. Uh, Once again, we were called into work for Lucha Vavum. (laughs) If you don't know what Lucha Vavum is, it is a wrestling and burlesque show. It's sex and Violence. violence, or if you prefer how they put it. Sexo, Sexo and violencia. violencia. It's an awesome uh, show that happens in Los Angeles, so roughly like every three months. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a, it was like this time last year, where. Or my wife emailed the promoter because yeah. my wife wanted to work for this show for the longest time, and you just straight emailed the promoter, Yeah. and you're like, "Hey, I'm a you know I'm a highly skilled seamstress. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you guys need any help. I'd Do be happy help. to volunteer." Yeah. And you volunteered your services, and we met up with the with the uh, promoter. Yep. And she was, and like uh, you talked to her. And it turned out you guys had some mutual acquaintances yeah. in the in the in the um sewing or entertainment world. Yes. And I guess that the, just you knowing those people vouched for you and. Yep. My, my wife and I got to go in a Halloween last year. Yeah, and you got that you, was like first you you volunteered and you got me a free ticket just to tag along because yeah. you know I like pro wrestling. There's a, a lot of pro wrestlers are kind of there in disguise. I mean, you know the one who's in, like Joey Ryan. I'm sure most people know him as the guy who flips people with his penis. Mm-hmm. He shows up there very frequently because he's a local Southern California wrestler. A yeah. lot of other local South like SoCal wrestlers are there under masks. you know. Uh, they're, they're wrestling, you know, they're kind of like having, they're having fun. Right. Half the show is like, you know, there's Lucha Libre. They bring in guys from Mexico. They yep. bring in these local guys and they have Lucha, like funny comedy ass kind of Lucha Libre na- matches. Yes. And then they also have, they, uh, the other promoter, cause there's Liz Fairburn. Mm-hmm. She's the wrestling promoter. And then there's Rita Dalbert, yep. She's the uh, dancing or the, uh, the, the, entertainment. the entertainment promoter. Yes. Or she brings in a bunch of burlesque dancers, yes. or crazy, uh, you know, music, music. Yeah. All they, they, it's Performers. just this crazy show, and they have yeah. stand up comics yeah. show up, and they do commentary. There's there's, there's one comic who's there every time blame catch yes. He's there every single time. He's awesome. the main host, yeah. and they'll bring in other people. Like I remember one of the times we went, Drew Carey was the the host. Yeah, the Sklar brothers would show up. Andy Richter was there. Yeah, for Andy one Ricker of the nights. Was there last uh, for this, he was there this past Wednesday. Yeah, uh, they bring in all sorts of, uh, of you know, really famous people, and, yeah. and there's famous people just hanging out in the audience.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: after you volunteered that one time, and the the, the promoter really likes so,
1: yeah.
0: she brought you back in a paid position, and she hired me to because I'm. I'm, I'm actually bigger than a lot of the wrestlers. <laughs>
1: I'm a big guy. I'm not just that. No, uh, well, yeah. because the, big, when, you, when you met her mm-hmm. because I needed to go pick up something and mm-hmm. we, I didn't know, I was just going to pick up something mm-hmm. and we ended up having like a three hour long conversation. Yeah,
0: I almost didn't want to go inside because I'm like, oh my God, I'm too much of a fan. I'm too much of a wrestling fan. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a wrestling nerd. I don't want to be like asking all these questions but it turns out she loves those kind of, like, I, I ended up going it. in yeah. and she loves like, I like loves it
1: when- when somebody talks about yes. it, you know. Mm-hmm. No, so we're,
0: we're good. She, yeah. oh, okay. it, so. just a, we have poor network connection, so you guys might see us. Go, nah. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's kind
1: we, of like we a- I
0: talked we talked to her for like three hours, and there was a lot of me asking a lot of uh, wrestling questions. Like, oh yeah, she's like, oh yeah, I know that wrestler, I know that wrestler. Oh, we're bringing in Phoenix and Pentagon next mm-hmm. time. I'm like, what? No way those are awesome wrestlers yeah. and, like she knows all these wrestlers but like, my, my favorite wrestling podcaster Colt Cabana apparently like, she, like she's a big fan of his and she brings him in like at least once a year you, you
1: mean
0: know. Matt Classic no I no he, she brings in Colt Cabana because Colt Cabana is Matt Classic's handler
1: oh <laughs> protect
0: the business <laughs> a lot of these you know semi they wrestle in other disguises yeah. Disgu- yes 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 and so it, it's a lot of fun so again so like the, four, the like fourth time so it's been a whole year this yeah. will be a your fifth show. This yeah. is me working like the third or fourth. I was working for like I think the third time yeah. for me working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like cause I, we we you know. You did
1: security for the. I security for
0: the. I do security for. Uh, I do security for the ladies. Uh-huh.
1: Ah. <laughs> and lately,
0: uh, it's, I I would do security for the for, for the women's yeah. locker room, so people don't go in there and yeah. mess with women, all the women's shit. Yeah. And then I. Uh, and then that lately yeah, we've yeah. been doing catering yes. where I have to go, <laughs> I have to go fill up my little Honda Civic full of yeah. uh, food to feed the wrestlers and it the dancers. all those
1: WrestleMania parties that you had at your house.
0: It kind of prepared me for that, They're, honestly. It really did. It's not too different except what? I don't have to actually do any cooking.
1: What do guys that just want to watch wrestling want to eat? <laughs>
0: Chips, salsa, salsa, dip. dip, yeah. whole lot of Gatorades. Yeah, Red
1: Bull. A lot of Red
0: Bulls. God, these guys are addicted to Red Bull. I, I was accosted so many times because I didn't bring enough Red Bulls. And you know what? Mm-hmm. They only gave me so much money. <laughs> and Red Bulls are expensive.
1: They're just on a budget. We're on a
0: budget. <laughs> I, they, I'm only spending what they gave me. I'm not going in my pocket. Oh, hell no. no. But it was a lot of fun, especially this last time, uh, this this last show. um, mm-hmm. Uh, again two of my favorites who were there for the Valentine's Day show came back for the Halloween show yeah Phoenix and Pentagon aka penta zero, Miedo. zero. Uh, yeah. I, I, I took a photo with, with Penta yeah. back at the at the Valentine's Day show that was, that was really cool mm-hmm. uh, it was pretty, I got to see them again and uh, it's so funny I, uh, full disclosure I've seen all these dudes about their masks there's too much information I, I can't be given this information I I, 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 I I'm one of the boys yeah. now. I'm not going to tell you guys anything, but it's it's don't don't ever find out what they look like, man. Don't ever. Never meet. Don't your dispel, Never meet your heroes. Don't dispel the myth. <laughs> don't dispel the myth. All right.
1: Never meet your heroes. Don't dispel the myth. It's
0: all right. It's all right. I saw Dirty Sanchez's face. I can never unsee it now. I don't want to know their faces. I have an image of what they look like, and right. now I know their IRL. It's like oh, it's like you're like you know, it's like oh, Superman's Clark, Kent? oh Clark Kent's so lame. <laughs> you don't want to know that Superman well, Clark is Clark Kent
1: Superman's not going to be Clark Kent for much longer so. apparently yeah well anyway
0: uh, uh, but yeah. yeah the show was awesome but boy we got knocked the fuck out because you, oh you you're pregos yes so I, I'm doing I'm, I'm hauling freaking like 10 cases of water and Gatorade up and down these stairs because it's a, it's at this uh, Mayan theater downtown LA if you're familiar with Los Angeles there's no elevator there so this young lady carrying our son has to go down these stairs because all the the dressing rooms are downstairs yeah Mm-hmm. And I got to haul all this water and Gatorade downstairs. Exactly. And, I, and I'm running around making sure everyone's okay. And she has to run around making sure all the costs. Are like, Oh, my God. The second night, they had you, like, freaking. Yeah, working. Working. I mean, I'm glad we got I'm paid. You know? I'm, I'm glad that they're paying us because mm-hmm. we got our asses kicked. Yes. <laughs> it's like Friday morning. Like, we didn't want to get out of bed. No.
1: And it's like. Oh. It's so hard. I was like,
0: honey, are you. Cause we still went to our. That's the thing. We still went to our jobs.
1: hmm Cause we're hardcore like that. We're hardcore. I
0: still went to my <laughs> you day were job. Crazy like like, that. like, last time, it was just like one day, so I took the day off. Uh, I took the day off of work. I'm like, I'm gonna take the day off. Yeah, we're, 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 we're gonna do all the catering.
1: Yeah,
0: and so I'll go pick up the stuff, I'll go get there early. Because mm-hmm. you still went to work that day. Yeah, I took the day off because my boss is cool. And he's like, Oh, you need a day off? Cool, no worries. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, this time I was like, I went to work for like four or five hours and then turned around and went to Luchavavoom. Yeah, when, I like I took off. I like get three. Went to go buy all this shit. Sit in traffic. And get downtown LA by six. Run yes. around. and Set all this shit up. And you show up. You see me like, oh,
1: ah, I'm dying. dying.
0: And you're like, it's okay, honey. Yeah. Pour water down my head. Yep. <claps> sent me back <laughs> running. And then you had a yeah. you were busted yeah. ass. Yep.
1: Because
0: all the all the dancers, because like they performed the night before. Yeah. So when they perform, all their shit gets fucked up. So you have to fix it. Yeah. That's why she's so important. It's funny. It's like it's like. Is Rosa coming? Where's Rosa? Like the whole, like. Cause when I get there before her, it's just like, where is she? Why is she <laughs> here? Where's your wife? Why is your wife here? <laughs> we need your wife to fix all the shit. <laughs>
1: That makes me
0: feel good. That yeah, you are very important. You're yeah. a very very important member like of, of the Lucha boom team now. It's, that it, makes me feel good. And then I, I I like to say this is the first time I actually felt comfortable. Like it was like the second night I didn't even bother wearing a Lucha Voom shirt. I feel like everybody knew who everybody I was. Everybody
1: knows who you are. You're uh, the
0: you're the only baldest bald guy there. Baldest. Yeah, I'm I'm the really baldest are. bald guy. You really are. Not something I'm thinking. Yeah, all the all the wrestlers have their hair. Yeah, I'm the, I'm, they, they the know. it. and I'm tall. I'm taller yeah. than almost everybody there. You are
1: bigger than all of them. Yeah, you are. Yeah,
0: so again, don't, don't, meet, your you. don't meet your heroes. Don't meet your heroes. When you find out, like the wrestler that you think is six feet tall, And you find out it's five foot nine. Don't meet your heroes. <laughs> it's the boots. When you take when you take the when you take a picture with them and you feel like, oh shit, I got slouch. <laughs> I don't want to give away the myth. <laughs> nope. No, anyway. right. it's okay. But we, yeah. but it, it was great. It was great. It was awesome. I If what anybody about.
1: knows what that feels like, when you have to work your own job, and then you have a second thing to go to, mm-hmm. I mean, goddamn, you know that shit's tiring. But on top of that,
0: mm-hmm. if your wife is pregnant... The wife is pregnant. <laughs> the wife is pregnant.
1: <laughs> Holding an extra little pound well, of potatoes up in there. <laughs> the wife is seven
0: months pregnant, officially, seven <laughs> months pregnant, yeah, uh, yeah. I loved how we were telling the promoter, like, uh, for like, because their next set of shows are Valentine's Day. You're like, nah. Mom,
1: I'm not going to see you guys.
0: I'm not going to see you guys. So they're like, is Dre still going to be able to do catering? I'm like, maybe. Maybe. You're like, <laughs> like I need cater- to be home for the pregnant wife and my child.
1: Well, you know, they can always come here. You know, they can always drop their shit off here. That's fine.
0: Oh, it, it, know, I, I, can I can always bring it. Here. I can pick it up and drop yeah. it off. I can yeah. pick it up for them, bring it here. You sew it, take it back to them. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to keep in touch gotta, with they Rita be and Liz. Understanding. Yeah. You have understanding that they yeah. superhero is a it, it was their superhero is pregnant. Yeah, you might not be back. <laughs> you might you might be back and seeing with a iron. I don't know. I'd be I mean, like unless
1: I'm wearing you know a baby Bjorn and then have a um, the baby like little tiny. I will be
0: wearing the baby serum. Bjorn. Baby <laughs> while I'm while I'm putting all the Gatorades in the waters, I'll have our little boy right here on my chest. Baby's barely gonna out.
1: see all the titties. F- Flapping around and all the booty shaking and backstage. Baby's they, they, gonna see
0: all the titties backstage and be like, "Oh, there's
1: breakfast everywhere.
0: I'm hungry." Do you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner? What's going on? It's all these burlesque dancers with their titties out. I think this is the reason why they like it because I like I don't, I don't sell the boobs or the nakedness. I just like put the food out. And I'm just like I'm just working. Yeah, it's like. I'm using the peripherals, but I'm not selling it. (laughs) I'm not like, ooh. No,
1: no.
0: Ooh. Like, I see it in the peripherals.
1: These women, they work very fucking hard to do what they do and make it look so goddamn easy.
0: Uh, Oh, that that was Michelle Lamour, Like, when she, she came out and she was like, I have my little station outside the women's dressing room where I'm like, that's where I'm positioned. Like, yo, who the fuck are you? You can't go in there. There's titties inside.
1: Security.
0: Security. Uh, and like I saw her, like she comes out, she was doing her yoga, and uh, and she did like a handstand. She made that look like she was like in a video game. She just was just like boop boop boop, yeah. like she was Chen Lee. She was like boop boop, and like she could have done a hurricane kick if she wanted to. Yeah, and she made it look so easy. I told her, I'm like Michelle, like I couldn't do that in my dreams. Mm-hmm. Like the way she just like casually just did a handstand. Yeah. Boop, and I was like, she's like, yeah, no, it's hard for me to walk on on my on my hands. I'm like, it's hard for me to walk on my feet. <laughs> You can walk on your hands! You don't understand walk on my feet? (laughs) You can walk on your hands! I'm having trouble with my feet! (laughs) My feet are strong, Joe Rogan! I was oh my lord and then there there was this other couple that they were dressed like a, like a, a nun and a priest and yeah. they're they just doing all their crazy yoga shit and I was like it inspired me where I actually did like I watching them do yoga. I actually started back up my yoga program last night where I was like you know what I need'm I'm, like, I'm not gonna get that good but I need to be able to be to move properly <laughs> especially when the little guy is able to just do and scoot all over my all over the place. Well, I you need to get out the
1: couch. Your knee sounds like like a bowl of rice krispies. Rice krispies. krispies. It's just
0: like, pocket, you can hear all the air bubbles in my knees. You have a
1: rattlesnake in your knee, right? <sighs> <laughs>
0: It is, it's crazy. Oh, my god! Yeah, Lord.
1: they you have to stretch for a good hour, oh. a full hour. There was that
0: one, I, I yeah. didn't see her perform, but she, like, she was, like, on a pole. Mm-hmm. Like, the woman, she was terrifying. She was, like, she could, like, go backwards, and she was, like, like she could spider walk. Yeah. She was, like, she could roll mm-hmm. the other way, like. It was just like, what is going on? Yeah. These people are so flexible. Yeah. Like But the amount of work they had to put in to get that flexible. is was like, they are stretching for like an hour before they perform. Yeah. And they're just out there just like, boom, boom. The yoga performance stretch, yoga is stretch. no
1: more than like five minutes. Five minutes. Three, but they had to do so much
0: hours. physical prep to be able to do this crazy stuff. I'm mm-hmm. just like. Stay warm. I can barely just, you know, put one leg out in front of the other and do a little like. Keep little,
1: those muscles warm.
0: Do a little freaking. Uh, oh. A lean. I'm like, ooh, ooh, my, my ooh, my, my thighs, ooh, my calves, ooh. like, they, they inspired me, to, like, I need to get in the better shape, especially, if it, a, lot of run, a lot of running around, but Lucho, it was a lot of fun, yeah, then, the second night, I got to see my boys, Phoenix, in Pentagon. Yeah. and Pentagon, it, and, it, it's funny, because, like, the promoter's like, oh, that's an awesome match, it was like Arena Mexico, and I was like, nah, they are fucking around, <laughs>
1: They are fucking around. They're,
0: I could tell. I, 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 have, I have a very good eye for professional wrestling. I've been watching it for over 30 years. And uh, seeing them wrestle, like, they were just having fun. They are just futzing about. There was like, I mean, there was a camera, but there it wasn't recording. If mm-hmm. it was recording, no one's going to see it. The only mm-hmm. people who saw it that night were people in the Mayan Theater. Right. And it was just funny to watch. Because they, they are just dicking around and it was it, I, I had fun but I could tell they were a little frustrated because it wasn't like a it wasn't a professional wrestling crowd it was like you know the people who were there for the show yeah. but and
1: so usually they're, they're, the they're there to watch comedy matches comedy matches and, comedy and, then, matches. But and two, on top of Halloween
0: it's all, it was also Halloween so people
1: were dressed up and they were going to have a, a costume contest costume contest yeah. Yes.
0: No, but to the point of being like they were trying to do some of their pro wrestling stuff. Yeah. They're trying to get some chance going because they, they were the bad guys. But yeah. like they knew they could get some people to chant. Yeah. So like uh, Pentagon, like he like he's all about no fear. He's like zero me. He has it freaking tattooed on his hands. Zero. Zero mielo. No yeah. fear. Yeah. And like he was all like trying to get everyone to chant zero mielo, and it was just, like it wasn't happening. Nothing. It was just like, it was, like call. Like, again? No response. Call. No. no response. And so, like I had to like carry it on my shoulders. Or they're like Zedd on and I got. I'm like, I'm I'm a loud motherfucker. I can be like Zedd on I was like screaming yeah. it, yeah, because I, I was over by the employee uh, area. I was like just screaming it. Yeah. I was like, come on, on.
1: yeah, Zedd on It'd be
0: And I got a few people into it. And then like, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I felt good. I was yeah. like, I was doing my job as as, as a fan, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he he the, heard you. The the, the, the wrestlers they, they 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 feed off the energy, mm-hmm. and then the energy they were getting. Yeah, that's I think that's why they're fucking around. Cause, like they're trying to get that energy back from the crowd. And the crowd's kind of like, they're trying too hard because like the other wrestlers just fucking around. Dirty Sanchez pulls down his pants and pulls out dirty underwear and tries to put in people's faces. Joey Ryan flips people with his dick. Although, I don't think he does the dick flip in Lucho, mm, I don't
1: know.
0: I, I, don't, I don't think he does the the, the dick flip, but he, he definitely comes out smoking a cigarette. He puts the, yeah. he has the, the lollipop in the pants yeah. and all that. He does all that stuff. He comes oh, out yeah. to, if you like me, you can us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, so those matches are all about comedy. Yeah. It's yeah. like they were like doing really fit, flippy, crazy stuff and the crowd wouldn't react, but they did like a couple of rolls and the crowd's like, oh! And I was just like, what Japanese pro wrestling crowd did I find here? What the hell? They're trying to kill... Them. Phoenix has killed himself with a dive out to the floor, and they're like, I can't see. But Penta and freaking Rey Horus do a little, like, up and over, and they're like, ooh. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you guys pop for a transitional spot? I'm such an elitist wrestling fan. I'm so sorry. It's but fun.
1: I, it's fun. But it
0: was funny to me, I was, like, observing this, and, like, they're like... They're popping for like I imagine their minds are like they're popping for this shit. All right, whatever. And so Phoenix just started fucking around. He just started running the ropes back and forth, back and yeah. forth, back and forth. And then he stopped and just kicked the dude in the face. <laughs> and I was like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So they just started having fun. So they wind and, they, up and, then the and they actually, wind up. they actually did their 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 double team finisher. It was freaking. I was like, yeah. well, like oh. was cool. I mean, like they're working with guys like that they know. Oh, yeah. Because. Like, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Three of them were on Lucha Underground. Uh, Ray Horus, right. he was on Lucha Underground as Dragón Azteca Jr. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the, the other guy uh, was, I think it was Sobrano. He's like a, uh, he's from CMLL, right. From the, the oldest wrestling organization in, in the world. In Mexico, over 100 years that that, that, that organization has been around. So that was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. That I got the high-five. I, I, I threw them off because as they were coming to do the high-five, I gave, I gave Penta the, the zero, yes. and he's like, oh, fuck yeah. Yes. We bump fist fists. And then uh, it. when Phoenix came by, Phoenix always goes, Animo. And I threw up the A, and he's like, fuck yeah, he threw up the A, and we high five. Yes. I was like,
1: yeah. Yes.
0: I felt like I was 10 years old. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I did the thing. I was an awesome fan. I feel good. It's, it's funny. I, I, wasn't, I don't know if they realized, oh, that's the motherfucker who was giving us chips and drinks earlier. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if they... And the they guy was holding at,
1: out that Red Bull from us. <laughs> we're holding back the
0: Red Bulls.
1: <laughs> they forgive you. They forgive <laughs> the you. The crazy
0: chickens are mad at me for not giving the Red Bulls. Those crazy chickens.
1: They're, fucking they're crazy. Mad.
0: The crazy chickens, apparently, to be yeah. crazy chickens, they need all the Red Bull in the world. They
1: need four fucking Red Bulls. Wow. Oh, they yeah. need all the Red Bulls. Jesus.
0: Uh, so... Well, to fast forward so Saturday so we've, we've been dead ever since that it was all our yeah. energy was gone
1: slowly coming back to life so
0: Saturday night we just kind of stayed home and we watched them um, my name is Dolomite, Dolomite. good lord <laughs> that movie was hilarious <laughs> uh, I am so happy that this, something like this would help uh, Eddie Murphy get, get back on track or give him some confidence after not having any movies for a while
1: it was so good
0: and Freaking Wesley Snipes attempted to steal the movie.
1: I swear to God.
0: He tried I, to steal that movie. He... Wesley Snipes was hilarious. If you have not seen My Name is Dolomite yet, it just came out this past week on Netflix. I
1: didn't
0: it's that. ridiculous. It's yeah. really funny. You got a bunch of really funny people. Uh, uh, and the person who was trying not to be funny, like Keegan-Michael Key, mm-hmm. he played it straight the whole way he was like playing a screenwriter. Yeah. And it was just funny to see Key, not be funny or work hard to try to not be funny. That was funny in and of itself. Serious. <laughs> the scene, serious, it key. Was so serious. It's like, what do you mean? I I wrote this scene. Why why aren't you performing the scene the way I wrote it? when <laughs> he was just like losing his mind. Yeah. Like that, but in a very straight laced, stick up his butt uh, way. Such a good movie. And yeah, you, know, you you had a Snoop Dogg, you know, a fun little cameo. Mm-hmm. Craig Robinson was you know doing his thing because he, he's really you know he's a he's a gifted singer. Yeah. So Craig Robinson's doing that. Yes. Mike Epps I was uh, they, they were saying like um, there was supposed to be a role for, a, a role that Charlie Murphy would have played I, guess, I, I, yes. I bet that would have been the Mike Epps role yeah probably Mike Epps that was the role that Mike Epps was playing where Charlie Murphy would have yeah. been that character in the movie um
1: and uh who was the shit who was
0: what the was what who was
1: another one um Oh, oh Titus. Ti- Titus Burgess. Yeah, there you yeah, go. That,
0: that was another one that threw me off because, like, you know, I'm so used to seeing Titus Burgess in, uh, in uh, the Unbreakable yeah. Kenny oh, Schmidt. You know. I thought Titus was like six foot five, you know, standing next to, you know, tiny little Ellie Kemper and you tiny realize, little Carol Kane. Yeah. You don't realize he's standing next to Eddie Murphy and he looks like he's five foot six. Yeah. Um, I was like, what? I mean, I'm sure realistically, it's probably like five, nine, five, ten. He's still know, a I large man, but like, I thought he was so much bigger. He's so
1: much bigger, I know. And but like, Jimmy no.
0: Schmidt, I guess I don't know if it's just being next to them or the yeah, way they yeah. shot it. They might make him make look bigger than life. And like, you see him standing next to Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy's got like three inches on him. And I was just like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. that you see him standing next to Craig Robinson. and He looks small. Yeah. He does. Oh, yeah. And like Mike Epps is tall. Like you see the the four of them in a scene together. i like. Yeah, When did Titus get so small? When did he get small? I'm like, I'm used to this giant monster of a man.
1: He's
0: such a yeah. And and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, you know, wearing the wearing that robot armor. Yep. Now, but the movie, with like uh, the, the 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 female lead, uh, I I I forget what her what her what the actress name. I don't know if it yeah. was like a, one of her first performances or I don't know. I don't but know. But she was really good. Was. And was like, oh my lord, she was hilarious.
1: Yeah.
0: And oh, just. I highly recommended. Uh, you get the and it's all based on the, the the true story of Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah, and it's great because at, at the end yeah. of the movie they, they show clips from the actual uh, Dolomite movie, and it's like exactly what the uh, they, they did perfect homages to Today it. Today at
1: work, I was listening to more of the uh, Eat Out More Often.
0: Yeah, he put out all these comedy yeah. albums that were very, uh, lewd and crude yeah. back in the seventies. It's
1: so good. I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, damn! It gets better every time I listen to it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, damn. Yeah, that makes more sense. And then it, then listen to it again. It makes more sense. Like well, you it keep catching more, more more, more, yeah. of more
0: sexual references. The double entendres the double.
1: and the sexual references and how he had to censor himself but not censor himself at the same time. Yeah, it, it
0: was a lot of fun. It kind of, was awesome. And then, so yeah, I didn't realize that Rudy anymore is considered the, the godfather of rap.
1: And that's one of the reasons that... Uh, uh, Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dogg yeah apparently he was a big inspiration
0: to Snoop Dogg and yeah. Snoop Dogg was in the movie because you know I guess yeah. he worked with Rudy Ray Moore back in the day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and not that it was, it was a lot of fun to see how everything worked itself out it, it, it was like a it was a more lighthearted, positive version of the disaster artist that's a that was a oh yeah comp- that's what I kind that, of
1: boiled it to
0: yeah because I, I saw a lot of articles online were comparing the two movies uh-huh. where it's like oh the disaster artist is just like whoa this is how a really bad movie got made yeah where D- D- My name's This was a really bad movie, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and this guy like put himself out there. Like the movie is like
1: okay. Un- so th- I wonder if they would consider Dolomite a B movie or oh. a well, black exploitation film.
0: I don't know. I think it falls somewhere in like a little gray area because it wasn't deliberately a black. He got turned down by the black exploitation freaking producers. Producers, yeah. T. I, that's where T.I. was snuck into the movie and he was, like, playing a black exploitation producer. Like, right. we're getting away from those kind of movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so interesting. Yeah, yeah I think it, it, it's just a, a B movie. It's, like, it was completely amateurly <laughs> shot. Yeah. Rian Moore, Moore took all of his comedy money and he put it into he this. he
1: believed in himself. That's yeah. what mattered. That's the whole point of the sort movie. Of, yeah, the movie,
0: like, it was Amazing. it was very inspirational. And and, and another point I, I, I made to you after we watched like, it didn't feel, like, very, um... Oh, it's, like, very storybookish, yeah. where it's, like, there wasn't any, oh, yeah. there wasn't any manufactured, freaking, like... Where the
1: lead man and the lead lady... Yeah, yeah. yeah. love or fuck... No, that shit. Or, or, or like, there
0: wasn't, like, like, when they ran to obstacles, they were, like, realistic obstacles, and they, they got through them in a very realistic way, yeah. whether they're, like, oh, no, we need half a million dollars in two days, Yeah. how are we gonna get it? Mm-hmm. It's more like, we ran out of film, and he has to go, like... Go back to his freaking backers, like, yo, know, I need another 10 grand. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you understand, if you fuck this up, you're working for us for free for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's like, it was it was much more real. It felt very realistic, even though, you know, it's a film. I'm sure they've exactly, you know, as is any of these movies where it's a telling of an old story. You know, it's like, I'm sure some stuff was kind of exaggerated yeah. for the sake of. But it didn't feel super exaggerated. I'm sure those bums were not as nice as they, they seemed in the beginning, I'm sure. <laughs> nah. But, uh, oh, yeah, Eddie Murphy no. was really good. He was really good. Like, There's there points where, like, I uh, I, I always feel a movie is good when I, I'm not sitting there, wow, look at Eddie Murphy, where I'm like, oh, I was I really felt he was, like, Rudy, Rudy Ray Rudy yeah. And it, I guess I, it also helps that we haven't seen Eddie Murphy in anything. Like, uh-huh. he hasn't been anything prominent, uh-huh. like, honestly, since, like, well, in my mind, he hasn't been anything prominent since freaking uh, Dreamgirls. And, like, right. he did a couple other, like, sort of big movies. It was nice after to that. see
1: him, and it was nice to see. Wesley uh, Snipes. Uh, I swear. just, just All like, I could think keep thinking was Tuang Fu.
0: Yeah, he like he was so in it. He was such a fucking diva. It was fucking he was perfect. So good. He had the perfect amount of sass and fucking sarcasm. It's just like. Uh, like I kept saying, where has this Wesley's name been? And I would answer myself, in jail for taxes, for tax evasion. That's where this Wesley, because I, 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 I made that same joke when I saw, um, I, during the movie challenge when I watched White Man Can't Jump. Right. I'm like, why doesn't he do this anymore? And I believe it was Jai who told me, well, uh, Blade made him think he was an action movie star. Mm. and he stopped being you know mm. you know white man can't jump let me train yeah you uh, uh, know just fu like just acting it's, for yeah, fun acting he, he started thinking oh, I'm a badass yeah. I have to be a badass and I think you know i obviously jail has humbled him and now uh, he he came and showed up in this movie and like he, he he almost stole the movie Eddie Murphy had to like he was really good but freaking Wesley it was like right there like
1: what else did Wesley was come on you, you had mentioned it the vampire thing
0: uh, Blade. Oh, no, okay. but re- oh, recently, he showed up in an episode of What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah. Because, like, uh, they had a vampire council meeting, and, okay. like, they brought in all these actors who yeah. would be, like... So, you had a freaking... You know, Wesley Snipes. He was he was Blade. Yeah. <laughs> you had a freaking, uh, uh, Danny Trejo. Yeah. <laughs> he was playing the From Dusk Dawn vampire. Uh... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> right. uh, Paul Rubens! He was playing the out uh, Buffy the Vampire's Little yes. vampire. They had run all these famous vampires and like, "What? Where, where's Tom and Brad? Oh, they couldn't come. That they never come to these things." <laughs> there was like there was Evan Rachel Wood. I don't know what movie she was a vampire in. I'm not sure yeah. if that's Twilight or, or something else. She was oh, a vampire in. Oh, I don't know. And like she was like uh, like leaving the proceedings, and of course you had like the the three goofballs from what we do in the shadows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There as well. They we have Wesley TV Snipes TV. Via, via Skype. We have Wesley Snipes. Greetings, everyone. Ah, stupid Daywalker.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. Because <laughs> okay, intimating like, oh, all yeah. these people that have played vampires in movies were all actually vampires. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Daywalker.
0: Stupid Daywalker. Sounds like a... Dark greetings, everyone. <laughs>
1: Sounds like a prostitute a
0: Daywalker. Daywalker. <laughs> who can bravely walk the streets yeah. during the day. <laughs> somehow he eludes the police uh, and one last note I'm going to end the, the show on another uh, TV thing But uh, last night I finally took the time uh, cause I, I didn't do it last week I mentioned on last week's episode I didn't watch The Watchmen uh, I, I watched the first episode last night uh, we, we, I, I had to usher because the, the, the wife and the baby out of the room because right now we're trying not to put anything super violent or negative Something that her, her sponge brain will absorb and force yeah. her to have nightmares. And yeah, watch that first episode. She would have had a lot of nightmares. Like, real talk. Whoa. I mean, I was talking a little bit last week off of some of the reactions I saw, but now that I actually saw the first episode, and I, at some point this week I'm going to have to watch the second episode before the third one comes out next Sunday. Oh, Lord. My God. That was some strong shit. That was just like, that was some strong coffee. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, I'm, I, yeah.
1: From what I could hear, you could hear my reactions, yeah. and then when you were listening, it you hear the show. A uh,
0: I did not realize that the Watchmen was going to deal like this full bore with like racism. Uh, they're just like
1: I know and that story. Turned, that, I mean, the event that also, you told me about. So there's a real life event. It fucking there, there was a real life right. event that they
0: referenced in the um, in the show. There was a. Uh, or I guess the the destruction of Black Wall Street. There was a uh, an area in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that was that had a lot of wealthy Black people, and then the KKK rallied up a bunch of uh, good old boys, and they wiped out the, that 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 area. They they burned the buildings down and killed a lot of people, and they referenced that in the show. And I guess uh, the the setting of the show is Tulsa, Oklahoma. Like what? they they reference that at the beginning, and then it's dealing with the with with the present day twenty nineteen Tulsa, but okay. in this kind of. Uh, the Watchmen is set in this alternate reality. Right, in in yeah. the original comic book, uh, the, the tension between Russia and America was so high that like they repealed one of the amendments and Richard Nixon was able to stay president oh. for, in perpetuity. Oh, okay. You know, he, could, he just kept winning the presidency oh, because he was right. fighting the Russians. But apparently in the aftermath of that, because a lot of people were wondering if this show was going to like tie into the right. original book. And yes, there was a lot of direct references. They show a presidential timeline where you see like, Nixon, and it goes to Robert Redford, and then Robert Redford's been president for 30 years, and then everyone's making references, like, there was a, oh, there was a really harsh line, because the, the main character, um, uh, Regina, Regina King's character, right, yeah. uh, she's like a, all the cops, they have to, like, be in hiding.
1: Yeah, they have to wear a They have to wear right. masks. Yeah. All the
0: cops have to wear masks, right. because people will, will go hunt down the cops and kill them. They'll they'll find your family. They'll find anyone who you love, and they will like seek retribution on you. That's fucking they had to crazy. they had to go into hiding. Yeah, Watchmen. Yes, I'm talking about Watchmen. And uh, so the cops
1: yeah. had to have to hide. The cops have to hide. I don't Yeah,
0: that that was about to get to the scene where Virginia came. redford Oh. They're like reparations, but I guess I guess uh, Robert Redford at some point during his presidency. Right. Uh, authorized uh, reparations for all African Americans. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and one of the shitty little uh, one of the shitty little racists in the school, like, is because uh, Regina King's character. She's like, oh, you know, I had to quit the police department, and now mm-hmm. I have my own uh, restaurants Right, and one of the kids, is like, did you pay for it with your reparations?
1: <gasps> oh my god! And then her shit. son, who's in the clas- her
0: son, who's in the classroom. Fucking just jumps across and starts beating the of the kid. Oh
1: shit.
0: Her son just starts wailing into, no. into the kid. And you just see it like, Fuck. And there's a great scene afterwards and she's like talking to her son, why'd you hit him? And she, and then he goes, Because you wanted to.
1: Damn. That's not the point. She's like, That's not the
0: point. I'm like, I know you wanted to hit him.
1: Oh shit. Damn, kid.
0: The show is really intense. It's um yeah. Right, talking the way they did is very interesting. Yeah, it's, I was, I was pretty enthralled the entire way. Um, I, I, like, I, I really love the original source material, the, the Watchmen. Um, it was just, uh, that, that's my, like, my catcher in the rye. I have multiple copies. I've read it many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, it's the only movie that um, Zack Snyder didn't really fuck up because his dark tone was actually perfect. <laughs> for the Watchmen? I'm like, dark tone, Watchmen? Yes. Dark tone, Superman? No. Is
1: hmm. <laughs> there daughter?
0: Is there daughter? I don't know. It looks like a little boy. Uh, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. But the, her kid, whether it be a son or daughter, wailed on that fucking other white racist boy.
1: DNA test for descendants of victims?
0: Yeah. DNA test.
1: So,
0: uh, but, uh... Yeah, it was just—it was really the the show was intense. I was like, there was so much going on. Right. Like the like one of the opening scenes, like a a black cop get like gets freaking taken out by one of these radicals. Oh. And it was crazy because these radicals have been freaking mobilized because of one of the original Watchmen characters. Oh. Like that, they're all wearing masks. that are similar to this this Rorschach. Right. right, Yeah. Rorschach masks. Right. Like. He like in, in the original comic, he was like this crazy like right wing lunatic. Mm-hmm. He was a su- he was like a, a superhero detective, right. but like after some real like he he watched this massacre of like these kids and like it, it okay. hardened him and he became like Ugh. insane and he would like he got to the point where like, he he wouldn't kill vil- he wouldn't kill bad people but he right. oh he just like he has no freaking no conscience for it right but he was still kind of like a weird superhero uh, but like, he had like he had this manifesto that like was all about like how the how the world was, was, was ending like and he was gonna expose yeah I, I, like i was telling you like what happened in the Watchmen movie it wasn't exactly what happened in the book like mm-hmm. in the book an alien uh for, they, they used an artificial alien to mm-hmm. kill everyone in new york and they kind of united the world against this alien threat oh, right. that, 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 that doesn't exist right yeah was like oh I can achieve world okay. peace. It only costs us 100,000 people. I saved two, I saved t- 2 billion by killing 100,000.
1: Who created the alien?
0: Uh, it was this guy called Adrian Vett. He was another superhero, but oh. he, he was like kind of like, hmm, the only way I can save people is, I guess, we have to kill a bunch of people. Oh. He's the only way I can save this world. Fuck. And I'm not 100% sure, because like Jeremy Irons, like he's playing a character in the show. They haven't confirmed whether or not he is Adrian Vett. He is Ozymandias. Okay. All yeah, right. they because they, they, cause they keep right. showing this guy like he like he he's off on this like like you see in the newspaper it say Adrian Vent, friggin' dead. Okay. Oh, also right now asks about the squids. The squids, I think that might be some Doctor Manhattan shit.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you did say that. You were like, what the? It's, it's raining squids. It's raining
0: squids, and like, and then people are just used to it. I guess it's something that, like that just happens. Yeah. Something in this alternate reality. Something has happened in this alternate reality. You're right. Where like it just randomly rain squids everyone has to stop what they're doing and then like Regina King in to get out of the car with her squeegee and squeegee off the squids and the kids all complaining it smells at the yeah. end of the
1: show did it say uh, there were no squids that were hurt in I'm this? sure it was all
0: CG yeah <laughs> I would imagine they had that and that's the Ton, He's just talking about how in the comic book, he just walks around with the like, Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. He doesn't have the concept of clothing. He just, like, oh. he walks around naked. Really? He's 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 a freaking, he's basically like a god. He doesn't... Oh,
1: like, oh that's right. Yeah, yes, He's yes. basically like a god. He yeah. exists on
0: all planes of time yeah. and space. Like, he doesn't... He's like, oh, I have no need for clothes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so, yeah, they showed... They, you saw him for a split second on, like, a TV screen. It was just like... There was a lot of Easter eggs for mm-hmm. someone like me who was right. like... Read the book over and over and over. I I right. I'm, I'm very familiar with the with the source material. Right. Where I was just like they are put all these little hands, like the the, the the police vehicle that they were flying around in. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally like the it's the same ship that uh, one of the superheroes used in Watchmen. It was an owl. I'm like oh it's Archie. Oh they're flying around an owl like Archie. And right. They literally literally mm-hmm. had the same flamethrower that the that, 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 that little owl ship used to have. So like I was just losing my mind on all these little things. I was like oh right. fuck. Like it is connected, but because they kept saying, "Oh, they may not be connected." It's like this is stuff inspired by, but there's so much. Do so you think they did a good tissue. job? Yeah, they did. It was very engrossing. I like, I, I, I didn't want to watch the second episode after the other. I, I felt very much. Like it was the, too much. Yeah, it was too much. This is the same way I felt when I used to watch when I was originally binging Breaking Bad. When I couldn't, I couldn't watch more than one episode of Breaking Bad because it's just too much. There's it's ultra too much. violence. Not even just the ultraviolet, it's just the um, the tension, ah. because there's all this tension built up. Like they, I, I kept having that feeling. I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be. Uh. Do you think that um, this universe will not be connected to the DC universe? Cause it, right now, in the actual comics, they're connecting the Watchmen universe to mm-hmm. the DC universe. Oh. Doctor Manhattan's gonna fight Superman because mm-hmm. Doctor Manhattan, like normally, can see far ahead in time, he's right. like, And he's like, oh, I can only see per. I can't see past this day. I and mean, oh. he's having a fight with Superman that day. Oh. So it's either, Dr. Man's like, either I die or the universe dies. And mm. I don't know which one it is. Because oh, Dr. Man, like, because he, hey. he gets split up a million atoms, He can just, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's crazy. But the TV show, I don't think it's going to be connected to the DC universe. No, I think they're going to stick to just <laughs> the, the the pocket of the Watchmen universe, which is uh, already very interesting. And I'm, I'm sure that the original writer, Alan Moore, is throwing things against the wall in his castle and in London because <laughs> he, he, he the original writer he right. doesn't like where they adapt his shit or they um, they he didn't but I mean, he, he gets
1: money for it he gets paid for it he re- I
0: think he refuses it at this point I think he accepted some of the money and bought a castle but beyond that it's like really? no like it's like within the credits it's like what? based on the book co-created by Dave Gibbons like the artist is perfectly oh, fine with putting his name on it right. but the writer is this crazy old wizard <laughs> And when I tell you wizard, I mean that seriously. He does try to cast spells Really? using dark magic. He is an old crazy wizard. He's he is a madman. He's he's one of the best comic writers in the world, but he's also insane. Wow! <laughs> There's a great podcast that Pete directed me to, where like one of his best friends, another writer, like did a great impression of him. <laughs> he's like, I bought, I took their stupid money, and I bought a castle, and I built a moat. <laughs>
1: Shit, that's crazy! I don't crazy. want them crossing in my
0: moat. I'll just raise my bridge next time these fucks try to come to my castle. I'll just raise the moat. <laughs> this other writer who I who I really think is great, like he's making fun of his good friend yeah. <laughs> Alan Moore. Right? You know he's like a, he, he believes in a snake god. like that. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a wizard. <laughs> that's a warlock. Snake god. Yeah, I believe in a snake god or something. He's a crazy old man, but man, he's written some of my favorite comic books. He wrote The Watcher. There's this other comic book that he wrote. It was called Top Ten. Mm-hmm. And it was a kind of like set in the future where like everyone in the world has superpowers. And so there's a police force that has to like, how do you police people with superpowers? Yeah. It's very difficult as they show yeah. it, it. was very much like a I forget I don't want to compare it to CSI. It's very much, it's like Law and Order Superheroes. Okay. So it's, oh. it's very much more along those lines. Like, they, all, these, all these people still, like, they're super-powered people, but they still have problems. Right, yeah. And it's just like this combo. like, I don't know, friggin' insane stuff that he, like, this stuff that just came out of his head and he's like, hmm, hmm, you know what would be funny? Like, he made fun of Marvel, he, he made fun of Marvel and DC Comics as, like, a, this, uh, this pet exterminator had to go to a, had to go to a house, and inside the house, you saw all the mice were, like, Marvel characters. Yeah. And all the cats were DC characters. And it's Ah. like, oh no, we ran into a crossover of it happening right here. (laughs) (laughs) The Venusuvian mouse hunter, the cat, Martian Manhunter, (laughs) has to deal with... (laughs) <laughs> Doctor Vendetta. Strange, yeah, B for Vendetta, that's another or one. Beef for, yeah, for Vendetta, Vendetta. Yeah. that's another Alan Moore. Piece. He he wrote that original comic. The the Matrix guys converted that into a movie. He was like, Don't put my name on that shit. No. <laughs> I have the original wow. I have the original comic. It's very different from the movie. <laughs> a lot of the creative license was taken with the movie, but I enjoy the movie. The, the movie was fun. <laughs> the right. Wach- oh, no. I, I, I dare say that's the last fun mm-hmm. thing the Wachowskis made before they went off into their art quest of uh, freaking Jupiter Ascension and freaking Cloud Atlas. I think they're just too much LSD or something. They both
1: became ladies.
0: They both became ladies and did a lot of drugs. They <laughs> they they are uh, their their gender is regardless of the <laughs> so the content that they put out. They it's really a baby high. Baby.
1: No, they they did, oh.
0: but that they, it. They, they're still creatives. Yes. I, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, I, I respect, no, I'm just like, irrespective of what their life is, I was like, they're still creatives, but whatever they're producing now, just like, or they produced for the last 10 years, it' was like, oh, Cloud Atlas. Like, I tried watching that movie. Like, friggin' Tom Hanks and Halle Berry trying to play 15 different roles. No. I couldn't make it half an hour to that movie. Tom Hanks? Yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah, you didn't see it because not a lot of people watched that movie. <laughs> no, a lot of people didn't watch that movie. That was a colossal bomb. <laughs> what about? That's why they're making Matrix 4. Because they're trying to... <laughs> they're like, shit, we need to go back to what worked. Let's make a fourth Matrix. Are they busting the Kanye? I don't know. We'll see. But
1: what about a uh, netting,
0: huh? Uh so, if you go to Twitter right now, thank you, honey, for reminding me of that. If you, if you, oh, not right now, but after the show, or if you're watching this on computer and you have your phone. Uh, if you go Right to,
1: after the show. After
0: the show, since we're at the end of the show here. Uh, something I discovered earlier today, uh, I don't know if Art Solari is still watching. He's the one who alerted me to this uh, <laughs> via Facebook Messenger. But uh, currently on Twitter, the number one, uh, the number one trend is nutting. Yes, hashtag N-U-T-T-I-N-G. And uh, many people, and I think it's perpetually staying up there because people are like, "What the? Why is nutting? Yeah, <laughs> trending on Twitter, mm. and people are mystified. <laughs> it's like I'm not sure if I should check this at work. <laughs> this is not something like, why is nutting trending? And like, am I gonna you, get s- banned? <laughs> yeah, am I gonna get banned? And, and then like. I think it took a life on of its own, and people are trying to figure out why. Why is it trending? And it took me a really deep dive. I had to go deep into a Twitter hole to figure it. out. I kept scrolling past all the funny memes of like, oh, uh, SpongeBob. When you see, uh, when you see, uh, is trending, I'm a head out. There's <laughs> a, a funny meme of SpongeBob okay. like when something uncomfortable happens. Like there's a picture of SpongeBob getting out of the chair. Like I'm a head uh, out now. <laughs> okay. I'm <gonna> take that. <laughs> and like there's all these like why is it trending and all these people are all like there's hundreds and hundreds of tweets of people mystified as to why so why i discovered it it is because the owner of the baseball team the Pittsburgh Pirates oh. his name is Bob Nutting yes his last name is nutting. Okay. And apparently he, he fired, uh, you know, some people from uh, his organization. They fired the team president they fired the manager or whatever. And a lot of uh, uh, Pittsburgh Pirates fans were, were on Twitter putting a hashtag nutting in oh. reference to him. But I get, yeah, like how I didn't know. I used to be a big sports guy, but I had no clue that the owner's name was nutting. Uh, and so it just keeps perpetually...
1: <laughs> okay. It's just a... Uh... It's
0: an Ouroboros. It's a snake that's eating itself. It's like, why is it... Why is hashtag nutting trending? And then people keep, why? 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 And you have to go all the way down to the bottom of the timeline to find out, oh, it's related to sports. Okay. okay. it doesn't matter. Right. It's like a bunch of angry uh, Pittsburgh Pirates fans who are like, oh, the owner's the problem. Fuck this. Hashtag nutting guy. Bob Nutting. And then my buddy Art went on a great tear of, like, making funny nutting jokes. I'm like, oh, I guess <laughs> Bob didn't finish nutting on his team. Because <laughs> um, he had a nut and go. Yeah.
1: That just reminded me right now of the kick. from the kick? the kick. The kick? The missed kick.
0: The missed kick?
1: Remember yesterday when we were at the restaurant and you were watching TV?
0: <laughs> oh, the missed field goal kick. Oh. Uh, I-, I have never been prouder to not be a fan of football than I was yesterday. We were having breakfast, breakfast with our family. And uh, the, the Chargers uh, and uh, the Bears were playing. <laughs> and uh the Chargers were charging. I, I, I was a fan of the San Diego Chargers. And I will never refer to them by their other name. I will call them the Carson Chargers. And I guess next year I'll call them the Inglewood Chargers. But they will never have my city's name in front of them. As far as I'm concerned. They will always be the San Diego Chargers. To me. To me. I supported... The San Diego Chargers, <laughs> not this team that plays in a soccer stadium. They can't even fill a soccer stadium. They suck. We refuse to support them. The way they abandon the wonderful people of Wales Vagina, San Diego, agree to disagree. <laughs> but we are watching the game. And so the Chargers, you know, they they're barely winning by one. And uh, they, they, they give up the football. And I'm like, oh, look, here comes the other team. Coming down the... And they they, they they came down the field. Oh, look at that. They're going to kick a field goal. And then Pablo's like, we were like well, your brother Pablo was there. And he's like, oh, you were a Chargers I was a Chargers fan. But look, this is what they do. This is what they do. They are nothing but heartbreak. They are nothing but sadness and pain. I suffered that for 14 years. No more. Now, I am I am laughing at this. The Chargers are charger <laughs> Because that's what they do. They find a way to lose. I've seen it so many times in my years of supporting this Sad sack team. But they were my team until they decided to leave San Diego. And they'd be cruel bastards. It was covered on another episode. Dre his sports fandom. You yeah. can It's uh, it's in the archives. A lot of people have been watching the archives. And you can
1: see all the archives. On YouTube,
0: on and, YouTube. On and on SoundCloud, on iTunes, yes. on Stitcher, yes. on iHeartRadio, on Spotify. So, what happened? We were watching. The Chargers were charging. But uh, apparently... Uh, the Bears had to bear harder. <laughs> the Bears were buried because, you know what happens when you two when you put two bad football teams on the same team on the same so field? Bad. They both suck, and it turns out the so Bears bad. wanted to bear even harder because I guess the kicker had already missed a field goal early in the game, and uh, the head coach of the Bears was like, "All right." They had 40 seconds and a timeout. They could have moved in further. Oh, we're, we're 41 yards away. Mm-hmm. Even though your kicker has already missed a kick earlier in the game, maybe you make his life a little bit easier and move in another, you know, five or six yards. You know, it could be the difference between a missed field goal and a made field goal. But no, the the, the, the coach of the Bears decided to like, all right, let's just let the clock run out, call timeout with three seconds left, have the kicker kick a 41-yard field goal, i return to Pablo Mike. It'll be hilarious if he misses this. And then... uh. Lo and behold, the Bears bared harder than the Chargers charged. He missed. <laughs>
1: missed. <laughs> you could not stop laughing. I was cackling. I was like, ah! Oh. <laughs> Pablo the fo- was just like,
0: wow. I can't believe it. Yeah. That, was, that was a great tweet I saw. The, the Chargers tried to outbear the Bears, but the Bears bared harder than the Chargers could charge. Yeah. <laughs> It was hilarious. I, yeah. oh, I think the first words on my mouth that kicker is fired. He's gonna have to find a new job tomorrow. He better not even go to the. He has to turn around and just leave. Just leave your shit this in the locker just room. Just don't go back in the locker room. Laces are out. And I'll explain it to my wife here. Yeah. Like, laces out. Yep, yeah, just like Ace Ventura. Yes. <laughs> oh what, Finkel? Ray, fin- Ray Finkel. Yep. My My you old know. roommate. Uh, Trent Treil.
1: Hmm. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't Finkelstein. I haven't. <laughs> Finkelstein. I
0: <remember>. haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trent has a the Miami Dolphins jersey of uh, Finkel. Oh, of course. Because of that, because Trent is Trent. Because Trent. <laughs> because Trent. Yeah. Yeah. That th- I was like explaining to my wife, there is no lonelier man on a football field than a <sighs> kicker who missed a game-winning field goal. He is the loneliest man. No one's going to sit next to them. I think he just wanted he to go the... back in
1: time. I think he wanted to go in a vortex. He just wanted to
0: okay. go in a vortex and die.
1: He just wanted the ground to open from underneath him and suck him in.
0: It was Take so him. funny. Oh, my God. And like I jumped on Twitter and I was still cackling because you see all these bear fans are just like, well, that's our team. It's like, oh, they tried to out suck the, the Chargers tried to out suck the bears, but the bears were worse. And a, a professional wrestler Seth Rollins who's a, who's a big uh, Chicago Bears fan. Each time the Bears have lost this season, he puts out a tweet I hate football. Yeah. And on cue, literally like 5 minutes after the game, yeah. Seth Rollins on Twitter, I hate football. That's <laughs> great. And that's let's see right there. That in, just encapsulates why I have forsaken the charges and basically kind of I have forsaken and emotional investment in football. Yeah. Because I was able to enjoy that yesterday. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah. that for different, like if I had been a Chargers fan, I would have just been like gripping my my seat and I would have had to, like, oh, it's a relief. I can't believe they barely escaped that <laughs> <Yeah>. game. <laughs> I would have just been like, oh, oh God, oh God. But instead, I was just like, ah! <laughs> oh, good. the Chargers tried to lose that one. Ooh. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. Ooh, I was scaring everyone in the restaurant. I was like, ah, <laughs> I was a madman and I had fun. I enjoyed myself.
1: It was a fun time. It
0: was a fun time for everyone involved. Remember, you can always watch our old, old episodes right here on Facebook. If you're not watching us on Facebook, you're listening to us via audio podcast form. Remember, you can always watch live episodes if you want to participate, if you want to comment live, like a lot of people did today, like Ryan Tanaka, like Jai Alder, like Margie Lamone, like all these other people who commented live on the show. You can do that. We're here Monday nights, roughly between 8 and 8.05. It's like TBS Superstation, what? 8.05.
1: Sure.
0: 8-ish. 8-ish. For that, that, that old 8.05 reference, for my my friends who are wrestling fans, back in the day, on, on TBS, all the shows would start five minutes after the hour, for whatever reason. It was really unusual. When yeah. I wanted to watch... Well, the WCW main event is always six oh five Eastern. Very weird, but yeah, we're we're here every Monday night eight pm to roughly nine ish, depending on how how jacked up I am, <laughs> how, how how high is a kite I can get on this whole podcasting thing. I used to have to drink caffeine to do this, now I just do it. See,
1: it's fun, right? <laughs> it's
0: fun. I just drink water now. I'm just high. I guess I get high off of doing this. I'm getting in front of a live camera and embarrassing. The more people myself. comment.
1: The more lively it is. The
0: more, yeah. The more, the more I can react to. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun when you guys can can comment on the show. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. You can always support the show by you know liking the videos, liking the Facebook page, sharing the videos on Facebook, or sharing you know liking us on Instagram at Dre GP Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dre GP Podcast. Or you can find a lot of our classic videos and some other videos as well on our YouTube. Just search YouTube for Dre's. Geek Philosophy Podcast. Thank you for watching. Thank Thank you you for listening. For me and my lovely wife, Rosa Limon, this has been Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. We will see you guys next week. Have a good night. Night. And for you audio listeners, thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Enjoy our entire catalog of tracks here on SoundCloud or on Spotify or on Apple iTunes or whatever your (laughs) Philosophy. <laughs> Trace Geek Philosophy. has got a philosophy
1: for you and a philosophy hey. for me. Hey! It's Trace Geek Philosophy. Trace Geek Philosophy. We got a
0: jingle now. Have a good
1: night. Good night.